When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, how do I how do we pronounce your name? Because I, I pronounced it wrong last time when Troy first came on the show. Did, did, did you, what did you say? <laughs> I, I said Angel Cote or something. I don't know what the hell I said. Uh, well, apparently, uh, Angel. Uh, how do you say his last name? Cote. Oh, you're, you're so it's uh, Angel Cote. Okay. Whatever. Angel, <laughs> Angel Cote. Okay. So the way the way the way you would say it is yeah. Angel. Angel Cote. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> but, I, but I say, I pronounce it correctly. Angel Cote. Yeah, that's not, I'm not good. <laughs> I, I can remember that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Co- uh, Cote, close, close enough. Not bad. Oh, oh that's not bad. All right. So I was right with Angel. He's I see now Troy oh, corrected yeah. me. That bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he did, because he kept trying to get me to pronounce Angel with a Spanish accent, and I just can't. Do it. <laughs> yeah, I felt Cotty, like he was just it, fucking with me. <laughs> Cotty or whatever. It, it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? But it, it's oh. actually Cote. Oh, so see, I was close. Fuck Troy. Yeah. yeah. Cote, <laughs> I Fuck can that do. Guy. That, that's easy. <laughs> Red Sound Review, we are here with Angel Cote. How about that? There you go. Perfect. <laughs> He's the drummer from Them, our little our band that we're kind of friends with, uh, maybe the singer, I guess. He's still I like around. the logo. Yeah, the logo's okay. Uh, you're also in Demolition <laughs> Hammer. Looks like Ghost. <laughs> yes. Looks like Ghost, yeah. A little bit. Love Demolition Hammer. Demolition Hammer and uh, what's the other? Uh, suffocation, right? You said? No, no, I didn't play Suffocation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'm friends with those guys, but no, no, no. Not, not well, in that band. I don't know why everybody kept talking about that before. I don't know. I don't know any of their albums. Well, well what it was, I, I think what, that comes from Kevin Talley, who was in Suffocation, did the first Thumb record. Oh, okay. Oh, there's, there we go. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's, that's what, what it is. And then you sold his job. Then I sold his job. Well, he, he gave it up, and, you know, I, I went for it, so. Yeah, why not? So, actually, how did I, you get involved with the... I that? personally like how it turned out, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, get... The way it turned out, that was a... Uh... How the fuck did that happen? How did I get into this mess? Poison. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's right. Troy Rufio. Oh, we, um, <laughs> me and uh, me and Troy have a mutual friend, our buddy John Rupp, who we actually text for Alex Golnick when whenever they do the Metal Legion stuff. 
Oh, okay. And uh, he tends to do a, he has a band called Blackjack Shellac. And uh, it's basically just covers of, you know, do Queensryche, Merciful Fate, Anthrax. You know, it's all, all, all the hits, basically, the classics. Man. So he hit me up to do a, a King Diamond one. And Troy was obviously hit up to do the vocals for that. Hmm. So we got together to jam all King Diamond, King Diamond and Russell Fate stuff. And Troy was like, oh, dude, I, I have a, a band. I'm about to go out on tour. That's the direct support for, for Halloween. And he's like, I need a drummer. And I'm like, well, send me the stuff. I'll, I'll learn it. I had to audition. Hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I got it. I got the gig hmm. and I, that's the rest. And then like an idiot, I stuck around. <laughs> well, uh, the other day you posted uh, some video on there on your Facebook about uh, you're recording the new album now. Yeah, that's all done. I tracked drums already, so wow, that was quick. I'm sure. I'm sure at some point this week or the next, uh, guitars will get started. Mm. And cool. It's 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 it'll take a little bit because there's also like you know schedules to work around. So. Right. But the record won't be out to the end of the year anyway, so we got some time. We just like to yeah. get a head start on things. Yeah. So I did, everything went fairly well. I mean, you did that fairly quick. How many days did it take you? Uh, well, it was scheduled for five days, and uh, we wound up running into some issues with, uh, well, not not me, but the, the uh, producer engineer with the uh, all the equipment. There was some qu- equipment issues. Mm-hmm. Because hmm, okay. the st- studio where we went to go track drums at uh, had just gotten redone. So I was like the second guy to go in there to use the drum room since it was done. Mm-hmm. So some of the wiring was kind of goofy and wasn't set up properly. So I lost, like, a, I, I should have started on a Tuesday. I think I started, like, Wednesday morning or something like that. Oh, so wow. I, had three, I had three days to do the record. So I got 11 songs, I, I did it. Oh, wow, 11 songs. Damn. Nice. Wow, very cool. Well, what a talented guy. It's been annoying. I, I, I actually hate the studio. Really? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. It's you're under the microscope, you know. Right, and you gotta, you know, you gotta play perfectly. You know, that's as as perfect as possible. I, 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 every every time, yeah. every fucking time, you know. And then people still I, say they're better live. <laughs> I I love playing live, man. I just that that's where I'm at. And you know what? I make a mistake. I'm, like I never play a perfect show. Never. I always mm. fucking bomb something, some double bass roll or whatever. Fuck it. Who cares, dude? Yeah, doesn't matter. Know, and nobody notices half the time. Oh my god, you were amazing. It's like, dude, I totally shit the fucking bed for like three out of the eight songs or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Even with Demolition Hammer. Oh my god. Oh, you played Human Dissection perfect. I was like, dude, I was like dying and falling behind. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, I'll take it. <laughs> There's no bad way to play that song. Do you uh, play with a click track live? Do do you do that? No, uh, with Demolition Hammer, definitely not. Mm -hmm. I uh, we we tried to do it. I tried setting up something just to kind of make it a little tighter. It didn't work out, man. That Demolition Mm -hmm. Hammer is just raw energy. So to put that to a click is just fucking stupid. It's a waste of time. Right. Yeah. So that lasted, well, like, for five minutes. It's like, we tried it, and it's like, you know what, dude, fuck this, this blows, let's just go. And that was it. Um, but with with them, we tried it. I think we're going to try to work on it a little more, and it's definitely got to be more than just me on the click. 
because you right. got Richie on keyboards. So if at least three, if at least half the band ha- is running to the same click track, it makes sense. Right. You know, yeah. uh, we've done it in the past trying it for like fucking just me by myself using it. Mm. Dude, it's a fucking shit show. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, I ultimately, I'd be like, I'd be like, fuck this dude. You know, forget it. Mm. Cause there's like parts where it's like the keyboards are the guiding factor. And like, if he doesn't have the click, then what the fuck? You know what I mean? Then I got to sit right, there yeah. keeping time hitting the fucking hi-hat like a yo-yo. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> Very funny. Uh, but, but the yeah. la- la- last week, last we spoke, I think we're going to invest in a, an ear rack monitor, uh, ear rack system. Right. So, I, so at least multiple members can tap into that, whoever chooses to. But as long as it's okay. not just me, and if at least keyboards, then it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you're also a cook. Are you, what do you do? Are you a chef on the side? Like, is that I'm your a, real I'm, life? A, uh, I'm a pit master. Oh, really? Oh, I, I, sure. I always see you making ribs and stuff, so I'm like, this yeah, guy's got some good fucking ribs. ribs, brisket, turkey, fucking Fuck pork yeah. candy bites. Wow. Dude, you're killing me. That's what I do between touring and gigging and all that. I'm I'm fucking busy. I'm a dad, you know, fucking husband and dad, so my fucking plate is full. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see all your stuff on Facebook. I got, um, Nate, you love Demolition Hammer, and you were waiting to have uh, Angel on the show. Let's go. Ask him some questions. Personally, what is your favorite song to play for it with them? My favorite song to fucking play, dude. Holy shit. Probably anything off uh, EOV. All right, all right. Anything off your Venom. Like, I love playing fucking Venom. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, but, you know, like, with those guys, they're a little bit older now, and they're trying to be a... Uh, and I'm not saying that they're losing speed or anything like that. I think it's um, it's different from when they were younger. So I'll, I'll show you, you know, a little uh, b- backstory to the band. So... Back in the day, those guys used to rehearse, like, almost five days a week, dude. Minimum four days a week. Mm. So it didn't fucking matter what was going on. Those guys were, like, one organism. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, so now we rehearse, at the most, as we get closer to some of the gigs, twice a week. So the rest is just once a week. And then when we got downtime, we tend to take, like, we take the holidays off. So for me, I'm always playing. Those guys, not so much because, you know, they have really good careers and, you know, they have families and all that stuff. So they don't play their instruments every day. I do. Like, I get home and I at least set up an hour just to fucking double bass runs, my click, fucking rudiments, whatever. Whatever, just just to stay stay, stay on top. Yeah. And um, so it's always relearning for them, like, every other week. Every, especially after the time off, like they're going over. Oh, how does that riff go? And I gotta sit there and look. I was like, "You fucking wrote the riff." Like, yeah, we wrote that riff thirty years ago. <laughs> you were fucking shitting your diapers when we wrote that riff. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, you got. Uh, so playing a song like Venom, like I would love to play it record speed. But when we tend to play, we'll play it a little slower, and then sometimes like, oh, I'll play a little slower so we stay together. Like, that's the only, like, one of the songs. It's like one or two songs where I'm like, ah, oh, goddamn, and I want to, like, fucking bum rush through these. You know what I mean? Like, the fucking record. <laughs> I still got, I, I still, still got that energy. I'm only 37. So I'm like, fucking. Cause you hear the pseudo death metal going, stuff on tortured existence and it's, oh, fuck. 
Oh, dude, I love playing Neanderthal. Like, Neanderthal's fucking oh, fun. Oh, yeah. And for a short while, that one we play all the time. That's a fun I one. Know, it's but, a uh, great song. It was, uh, Jelly Remains. Oh, We've only oh, ever played yeah. that song. We played that song, I, I think, once. Dude, and it took me forever to convince him to play that song. I was like, dude, we got to do Jelly Remains. So, oh, that fucking song blows. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's funny to hear. It's what? funny to hear the reaction from the guys who wrote the stuff. Like they're like, "Ah, oh, the whole middle section is cool, and yeah, this part's cool, but it goes on for too long. It's fucking stupid. I don't even know why I did that." And it's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And I guess that's like that's like the problem being a fan of the band that you're playing. Right. You know, right. you just fucking right. like. Uh, all right, whatever. He's got to do what you got to do. As a fan, I want to play the stuff back, which most of the stuff stays pretty much relatively close to the album speed anyways. Except for, like, some parts, like the beginning of Envenoms, like I said. Whatever. But that's about it. Other than that, everything else is pretty much album speed or a smidge faster. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. I mean, sure. I killed to see you guys live. Well, where are you from? Where, where, where are you at? Oh, Greg and I are in Minneapolis. Minneapolis! It's a, a, a bit of a stone's throw. Yeah, More it's like a, shot put. a bit of a stone's throw. <laughs> uh, who knows? Who knows what happened later on in the line, man, you know? Yeah, are you going back on tour anytime soon with them? Or? Uh, we're... Demo Hammer, we're playing a festival in Switzerland with Satyricon and... Really? And, Fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And, well, then, I and then actually, with all, um, sorry, go on. No, it's all right. I was just seeing with like all of these classic bands that are reviving that I never got to see because I'm a young man. Like fucking Violence and X Order right. are back. Dude, you know, man, and for me, I, I'm with you on that. I'm Toxic on that boat. And and I'm like, from your area. Dude, so here's my side of that. Like, I'm with you, the fan that missed all those bands, you know what I mean? Right. So then now it's like, I play in one of those bands, right. and I'm friends with all the other bands you just mentioned. Because of the band that I'm in. It's fucking weird, dude. It's right. really fucking strange, man. It's like, yeah, surreal, it's fucking kind of. strange. Yeah, man, like, you kind of yeah. sit there and you're like, what the fuck, dude? Like my, my life Sacred is like your new guitar player is as old as my guitar player. It's fucking weird to see shit yeah, like that sometimes. Yeah, he's a he's a kid, man. He's a kid. Fucking twenty two. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I remember we we played with Sacred Reich in Italy like two years ago or something like that. Hung out with those guys, Phil Ryan, fucking Wally, Willie. It's a guitar player. I think it's Willie. Yeah, Will. yeah, yeah. yeah, and then Craig, man, Craig the drummer, me and him were fucking like hanging out basically the whole the whole fucking festival, hotel, everything. Cool guy, man. Sucks that he left or he I think he got yeah. kicked out. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I know someone yeah, I think he got kicked out. Yeah. yeah, he got fucking and it was like one of those left field really? things. Fucking blows, dude. He was a good guy. Killer drummer too, man. Oh yeah, fucking killer drummer. I saw them open for Guar last year in October. Fucking great. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. And now I'm going to see him again open for Sepultura, or half of Sepultura, you know? Half of Sepultura. <laughs> hey, that new song that he released was pretty it's, good. But... 
You know, you know yeah, what? Yeah, but like, is it really Sepultura without Max anymore? It doesn't matter anymore. It's been so long. Forget it's it. It's like Pantera without Diamond Vinny. Really honestly, dude, I feel like it, it doesn't matter anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm with whoever said that because look, I love. If you're gonna talk to me about Sepultura, I'm just gonna say Morbid Visions up until Arise. Yeah, and yeah. Some, yeah. And some and some of Chaos AD because you know Chaos AD is cool. I dig it. I dig some of the fuck. At least half the record. Yeah, and I as agree far with as like there. the new Sepultura, and it bums me out. I don't. I don't really care for the newer Sepultura. Mm. But by God, Eloy Casagrande is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, he is. You know, he's, I, awesome. he's listen. He he is two hundred times the fucking drummer Igor was. Right. Yeah. Without a doubt, at half his age, he's a fucking maniac. Maybe you're right music, about that. The music doesn't just some parts <coughs> of I'll think are cool, you know. But whatever, Derek but there's just a chemistry. Max, that's there's, maybe yet. Exactly. And you know what it was, man? It's just the chemistry, dude. For those yeah. those first four records, it's it is what right. it is. That's that's what it was. That's why I like the first two Megadeth albums more. Yeah. First two are fine. I'm 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 more of the the Friedman. And Menza era. <sighs> I love Garth. <laughs> I, I love everything. I love Garth Samuelson too, man. I, I'm down. listen. I, I'm with you, especially on Killing Is My Business, dude. He oh, was no yeah. fucking joke. No fucking joke. Who's your favorite drummer? Like, who, who got you? That yeah, shit. I love that song. Who's, who got you into drumming? Dave Lombardo. Really? Yep, best that's metal it. drummer Ooh. ever. That's the fucking, that's the godfather right there, bro. Fucking that's Keith Moon of metal. Papa, Papa Lombardo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know, actually, uh, speaking of Dave, since we got you on, Angel, and you're a drummer, I'll ask you this right now. I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and he told me that he doesn't think Dave Lombardo was interesting until they did Rain and Blood. Which what? I just thought was absurd because I think some of the coolest shit he ever did was on Hell Awaits. Hell, I love him on Show No Mercy, <laughs> fucking Final Command. Holy shit. Yeah, he's great on that. I mean, I, I, can't, I mean, he I definitely... Can't, he was a different I drummer. Say, <laughs> I can't say there's a bad Lombardo record. Mm. But That's how musically, musically right. and drumming-wise, like, they all... You can hear the progression. I mean, the only, the only thing with uh, the difference between Hello Waits and Rain and Blood was the speed. They yeah, just got that's... faster. Like, Rain and Blood right. was just fucking 1986 or whatever it was, blazing speed. Right. Nobody heard anything like that, you know? And Lombardo just fucking wailing on everything. But I think Lombardo really, really, really fucking leveled up. For South of Heaven, man. Like, that was like, yes, oh, shit. I agree with you. Where he's doing more it was, complicated because he's got the time. It was almost like a like a like a Neil Peart type of fucking you know yeah. approach. But like it was more thought out, more methodical. And yeah. then, you know, he started incorporating all the crazy hi hat fucking fills, doing right. drum, drum rolls and shit. I think he's great. To on me, I would say too. I would say that. And seasons, yeah, he just it was shattered again, point. More oh growth. my god, he's like blast beating on that song. On which one? Um. Hollow Point, that's it. Hollow Point. Bah, bah. Yeah, there's some fucking crazy fills on that. I mean, yes, it's Lombardo, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. the guy does no wrong. The guy I mean, does hell, no wrong. 
No, I in the chapel the, almost yeah, I feel well. the same way. And uh, de- definitely he got way more interesting and evolved as time went on. I just thought it was absurd was, that he, he, he was phenomenal. People that just discounts his early years because, right. oh, he wasn't interesting until he got speedy. It's Listen, like, really? Dude, I, I, I spoke to the people <laughs> who, oh, David Bartle sucks, you know? Really? I've heard people say he sucks. I've heard Every people say Bostop is better. You know, it's like, it's, uh, it's like Bostop is dead Can you give me those people's numbers? Brilliant. Because it sounds like I might be able to buy some PCP from them, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> some, some, some crazy Eddie. Get some crazy Eddie. <laughs> the love boat, oh yeah. <laughs> But I would never say Lombardo isn't that good. That's, that's great. No. I've heard people say, it's like, I've heard people say Neil Peart sucks. Really? Ah, Neil Peart, Neil Peart, Neil Peart wasn't a good drummer. Okay, bro. I mean, you just, you yeah, can't even was. argue with people. Yeah. I just, just think Keith Moon okay, is better. I got no problem. You I can see that being a rush, but not the FM Neil Peart. It just doesn't make sense. Right. Now, the only thing that, Neil Peart ever did that pissed me off is I I really don't like the heavy Ann Rand lyrics when he was into that, but he was always a great drummer. Yeah, yeah, and a great lyricist too, man. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah but Ann Rand is like literature's greatest monster. You can't. I mean, he, he yeah. renounced her later on, but <laughs> right, right, yes, yeah, yeah. But with that said, he 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 still. <laughs> wrote great lyrics during that time period. I right. just don't get into the overall Absolutely. concept. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, to write such well-thought-out lyrics and then extremely well-thought-out drum parts, I mean, come mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because of, back going back to Dave Lombardo, because of him, for the first time ever, Suicidal Tendencies has had a better drummer than DRI. Oh, yeah. It's like, what the hell? Because I think DRI, yeah, they, they, I think they, Felix Griffin, but he's not it. with them anymore. Mm. They, they've done pretty good albums since Dave's been in Suicidal. I, I like them. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I saw Dave yeah. with Suicidal. He's great. Yeah. Yes. He makes up for Mike Dave can't do any fat. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, fat maybe Mike Muir does Pepsi. not look right. It's, he just does He's drinking too much Pepsi. He got fucking he Pepsi, and that was looks it. Like, he looks like Guy Fieri. <laughs> He's got to stick to Pepsi Zero He's now. got the same body type as Guy Zero. Yeah, yeah, Mike, he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> All I wanted was a Pepsi Zero. I got spikes in it. <laughs> 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 yeah. so, he um, just stuck with they just like the one. air swims live. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's one live? He like air swims. Like He stands <laughs> up with like the microphone and does Maybe like he's doing time calisthenics. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, it looks like Tybo. It's fucking weird. <laughs> he's, he's having a fucking blast, man. That's I mean, it, it explains bucket, the fucking know? gym shorts, but you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, since you're... you're got, yeah, look, see? Coke Zero. Coke, Coke Zero. <laughs> now, do you do any kind of exercising like, uh, things to get prepared for your tours and doing your albums and stuff since you play such aggressive music all the time? What do you mean, like physically work out, like lift weights? Yeah, if you have some kind of regimen that you do, you know, to get ready. To <laughs> do do you even lift, bro? Yeah. <laughs> That's now even hoist. Nah, man, I don't. I don't. 
I don't do any of that stuff, dude. Yeah. I mean, my life is just, it's, it's physical as is. So. so just constant practice, though, is what keeps you up. Fucking put time on. I should fucking be a beefcake, like some Momoa or something like that, but I'm not. So I, I I wouldn't even have enough I wouldn't even have enough time to fucking lift weights, you know. I, I thought about it, fucking try to do it. Then it's like I've done it in the past, and then like I start like getting a little too big for my liking. Yeah, you know, and and it also just maintaining. It's fucking I'm terrible at that, dude. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. So I'll get uh, it going. I'm, I'm like getting like all fucking pumpy looking. I kind of don't like it, but I do <laughs> like it. <coughs> and I'm going to for two days, and then fucking three years later, you didn't fucking... Uh, oh, well, my membership expired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a fucking waste of time. Yeah, exactly. That happens to everybody. Um, Troy used to be part of our show until one yeah, day yeah, yeah. he had to be taken away and go on tour with them. Right. How did that tour go? Which remember? Was, so I'm take, I'm taking it was last year, right? Yeah, it was last year. Yep. Uh, that's he went, uh, uh, he went to Sweden and um. Yeah, 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 yeah. We went to yeah, yeah. Man, that was we uh, it was a learning experience. <laughs> right. We we we, we, we kind of like we learned where we are. And uh, kind of like uh, figuring out what what we still have left to do to right. fucking make anything happen or to fucking make it work. And uh, so we won't be going out on our own again. That's right. for sure. Yeah. Um. So upon release time, I'm sure we're fucking we're actually working on trying to book a tour now. But it will definitely be a direct support slot or mm. just, you know, a part of a package or something. Cause right. A headliner thing just doesn't work. You need to, you need to write coattails in the mm. beginning. Yeah. You have to. There's this fucking, and listen, I'm sure that there's some markets that on our own we would have done okay. And, and that last run, some of the shows were okay, mm. but there were far few in between. And it was like, <coughs> Yeah, we bit off a little more than we can chew, you know. Right, it was yeah, a very yeah. stressful run. Plus, everybody was in a a rut, a mental rut, especially, mm. you know, Roy and everything. And it, it's like, all right, we almost killed each other, or at least we all wanted to kill each other at one point of that yeah. run. Yeah. And uh, it was one of those, like, you know, I mean, me and Troy talked about it when we were recording because he was with me during the recording session. Right. And That's I was like, man, we all have we we all have to like learn to leave life behind when we go out on these things, which right. is a little hard to do. But you got listen. This is advice for anybody who wants to go on tour. I don't know one of you two guys are going to go on tour or something like that. Or Wayne, maybe, you're going to try to do Nate. it. I'm not going nowhere. I'm not leaving the garage. Nate, he can go. <laughs> you know, I don't want to see the outside. I would, go, I would drive to the kitchen if it were possible. And, uh... <laughs> Well, then you would love touring because it's all driving. You just fucking drive. That's all you do. Um, I'm a delivery driver. I'm used to it. There you go. Driving so all day. Like, it's, it's like what I do. It's like my advice for anybody who watches this and is still fucking currently touring and maybe fucking doesn't realize it. 
or you know has a, it's, it's wants a tour anybody who's aspiring to do this learn to just leave as much of your personal life at home as you can yeah. it's very it's very important because you're going to be stuck with two to fucking eight other individuals in a fucking vehicle mm-hmm. for you know weeks at a time sometimes mm-hmm. months at a time depending how you know how hard you're going and listen, it's impossible. If you got a family, fucking the wife's gonna piss you off. Something may happen to your your, your child, and you, you know you get worried and all you know all that. Mm. You have to learn to fucking what is bullshit. Just fucking toss it to the side. Like I, I can't fucking deal with this right now. I'm over here now. I gotta right. focus on this. And we 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 learned that we were all in the same fucking type of mind frame on that last run. Especially the tour wasn't that great to begin with, so. Add that to everything, it's just fucking misery. It's the misery bus, you know? <laughs> right. The misery yeah. van. So, uh, yeah, I think we're going to work on that. We're working on that. That should be better and smoother. And uh, right now we're just focused on the record. Right, yeah. Was cool. there any good, really good uh, shows that happened on that tour that you really enjoyed playing? Yeah, when we play, uh, where do we... Uh, Trying to fucking remember. One of the Sweden shows was cool. I forget which fucking city. <laughs> um, Tilburg was killer. Tilburg's always killer. Yeah. And um, there was one German show at one of like a like a smaller like bar, and the place was packed. And it was fucking mm. you know we played great. Germans it was amazing. are fucking wild. Germans are the best. That's why half the band is German. (laughs) (laughs) What was the the worst show that we played? Do you remember? I'm sure you remember that one. The rest. The rest were all fucking (laughs) the worst. (laughs) I can't even fucking can't even think of one, dude. Dude, my fucking you know it's it's horrible, man. I talk to so many people, you know, who do the same thing and tour even way more than I do. And they fucking remember so many details. And I'm talking about years of experience, like having a conversation with Terrence from Suffocation. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Or even ta- or even talking to the guys from Demo Hammer. You know, they'll fucking talk about a tour they did with fucking Massacre in fucking right. 1991 or something like wow. that. Wow, dude. And, dude, they'll tell you stories with obituary, like fucking details, total fucking details. I can't remember what I did last week. <laughs> well, you know, I, I can't. I, I can't remember or earlier this day. Like I fucking blank out a lot, dude. I think like I have like early forms of fucking Alzheimer's or something like this. So the only thing I can remember is music. You're preaching to the choir here. Soon I'm gonna forget my kid's name. I'm gonna forget I had a family. Like fucking glam. Forget everything but how to drum. That, that's it. Have you done the thing Play, where you? Why do I see? Are you driving home and then you all of a sudden just go past your road and you don't even remember where you were going? Oh shit! Done that yet? I I I haven't done that yet. When I'm driving, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm cool. I'm like focused. Just zone out. What the fuck am I? Oh shit! I'm supposed to go home. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, I do that at least fucking... five times a day, walking into different parts of the house. <laughs> what the hell did I come in here for? <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Um. Are you doing any other bands, or you just do them and, and Demolition Hammer? That's it. And then I get a call to fucking fill in for whoever needs it. Yeah. And then if time, time permits, I do it. 
Usually it does. So. Yeah. What other stuff have you sometimes, done? Sometimes, some, sometimes I get hit up to do fucking some tours, and I can't do them because there's a fucking you know I'm I'm fucking already doing something with Demolition Hammer or yeah. them, but they're all like basically just local bands, nothing crazy. I I wish, dude, it was like I could tell you, like, oh yeah, I fucking filled in for Exodus or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. I know I got I got I got offered MOD. Oh really? Nice. Really? I, 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 got, I, got, I got offered MOD like two months ago or something, a month and a half ago, or maybe it was even fucking longer than that, dude. That's just to tell you where my fucking brain is. But I was like, I I can't do it. And I, it's funny because we're playing. We're playing with MOD and Overkill and Exhorter. I saw that. And, and I was fucking yeah, yeah, in, in Jersey. jealous of everyone there. Yeah, Old Bridge, isn't yeah. it? That one. So I'm like, <coughs> I'm looking. I'm like, oh, MOD. I, I would have been doing double duty had I taken the gig, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that would been cool. Oh, you guys got anything else? I don't want to take up anybody else's uh, time here. No, pretty Good. much. Don't know if I speak all the fucking yeah. once. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's it. Um, that's, that's it. I'm it. done. Yeah. I guess so. Oh, yeah. I apologize for thinking you were in suffocation, though, but I was really confused. That shit is funny, dude. That shit is funny because that happens with them. I'll be out with them. And, like, somebody will walk up and, like, oh, you playing in suffocation, too. I'm like, Nah, man, I'm not in suffocation. I, I thought one of the members was in suffocation, the drummer. I'm like, yeah, the guy in the first record. Oh, you don't play suffocation? No, I play Demolition Hammer. Oh, I love Demolition Hammer. <laughs> 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 All right, dude. Yeah, I still play in a cool band. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. Well, let's so see if you can... Fuck? So what do you guys do for the rest of the show now? Oh, we just... News. Around. We do some news. You want to do some news with us? Let me. I'll stick around for the news. All right. I'll stick uh, around for half half hour more. I, I gave I gave an hour up. To fucking hang oh, out here. So. Right. <coughs> Nate sweet. found us some news. So this is uh, Nate's section here. Oh, it's a bit depressing. What do you got? Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne diagnosed with Parkinson's. All right, that was like two weeks ago. Next. Yeah. But <laughs> when was the last time we did a news segment? All right, two weeks ago. You're right. All right, it's a I mean, dude, the, fucking Ozzy's up there already, man. I mean, you, you gotta be fucking crazy to think that it wasn't gonna come to an end, you know? Yeah, at some yeah. point. Yeah. It fuck, I mean, it fucking, it fucking blows, dude. Believe me, I fucking love Ozzy it's as much as fucking the next yeah. fucking person. Right. And it's gonna hurt regardless. But it's like, all right, what are you gonna do? The fucking guy could barely put on a show to begin with. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, but it's fun to watch him have a good time. To like a, a, a hand truck and just put him out there. <laughs> it fucking blows though to see him like that. But, you know, I, I just, it's like I don't know. Like for like you know, not to compare. What's worse was like something like Neil Pert fucking caught me totally off guard because it was like right. nobody knew yeah. anything was wrong with him. Right. Yeah. It was just like I, I, I got a fucking phone call. And Neil Pierce dead. It's like what. You fucking yeah. crazy? Yeah, that came out Lemmy. of fucking nowhere. Let me. Yeah, let me was another one that came out of fucking left field. Let me even yeah. talking about that. Just, yeah. uh, well, fa- fast Eddie Clark done. was the one that hit me a little harder than Lemmy, but um, I nobody even knew he was sick until motherfucker. Right all of Ace's face is gone. Yeah. Oh, 
All of Ace's spades, they're fucking dead, dude. The whole fucking lineup, oh, yeah, all yeah. three guys. Right. Well, my favorite lineup was right, Team Ultimate lineup. sixteen. Oh, so that's like two thirds of that. Oh, well, he's, he's Phil, like a guy. Right, right. Phil Campbell, Filthy Animal, and Lemmy. Mm. That's a fucking great album. Yeah. I'm all about Fast Eddie, man. I love him Although, too. I love Mickey D. I, Mickey D. is fucking awesome. I love Brian Robinson's uh, record with Motorhead too, though. Like, the Perfect yeah. Day. That's a really special album. They never <laughs> quite sounded like that again. Speaking One of Mickey D, are you a fan? Mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that yeah. record's killer, man. And you're right. They had, they never did anything like that. Yeah. Nah, that's it, like it, that's I, like the one record, man. Like that's it. It's what it is. Yeah, yeah. the um, the re-release they did the double CD. There's a uh, shit. I can't remember if it's live at Reading or just live at Hammersmith. But uh, they actually have a professionally recorded live album on there. And uh, it's so cool hearing Brian Robertson play the classic Motorhead songs because it just his take on it is really neat and it just gives it a different sound. Different feel, man. Yeah. That's what it was. That's like the difference between, you know, Filthy and fucking Mickey D, you know? Yep. Right. Filthy's got more, you know, old school rock and roll to it. Whereas Mickey D is, you attitude. know, big he's arena got, he's drummer. Yeah, and he's just pure power and precision. He's you know awesome, I mean? though, too. He's, he's great. Oh, man. dude, I fucking... <laughs> and Stevie Burnham, I don't think Filthy Animal could play a song like Stevie Burnham with the, just how unbelievably hard it is. Right. But, like, somebody who was a friend of mine year, years ago, and it was fucking huge debate, he'd be like, so, uh... Who's the better Motorhead drummer, Filthy or Mickey? And I would, I would be like, uh, well, my answer was the better drummer is Mickey D. Mm. No, that, that, no fucking way. I said, no, no <coughs> way. He's much more precise. He's tighter. He is what a fucking you know professional drummer should be. And but he's the like, better no, drummer for Motorhead. And I said, but I said, but the right Motorhead drummer is Filthy. Yep. And that's yeah. it. And he was like. He couldn't like wrap his head around it. He's like, No, I get that. Well, okay. So, well, okay. Well, you think, so you like Filthy. I'm like, Dude, I love Filthy. I don't think Mickey D, I think Filthy should come back to fucking Motorhead. None yeah. of them were dead at the time, obviously. Yeah. He was, like, oh. was like, Oh, okay. So you're a Filthy guy. I'm like, I'm totally a Filthy guy. But Mickey D's a better drummer. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I feel the same. I feel the same way about Maiden. Uh, you know, Nico is definitely the better. Nico and Clyde, way more technically no, proficient, God, but no. um, he's got I three would drum patterns. Hear Clive. He's got only three drum patterns. Dude, I swear that, to God, that's the same thing, dude. Me, me, and Derek from Demo Hammer have this argument all the time. He's we're both Clive Burr guys. You Clive Burr is way better. Again, for me, it was the same thing. He's like. So who's a better drummer? And I said, Nico McBrain. And he goes, yeah. no! He's like, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> no. He's not a better drummer. Clive blows him out of the water. I'm like, yeah, for the records, Clive did absolutely good. Because I love Clive. I love fucking... Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Iron Maiden up until fucking Number of the Beast. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's total power drumming. It's mm, attitude. Right. Punk. You know mm. what I mean? But the band changed. And he couldn't keep up with that change. Yeah. And fucking Nico is just a more well-rounded 
drummer. That's all that, 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 no. that's all that means. Somebody may be a technically better drummer, but it doesn't mean that they're the right drummer. Like, I'll tell you right now, I fucking despise listening to Nico play anything off the first three records. Right, yeah. Because right. It, doesn't yeah. Fuck, it doesn't have that fierce fucking punk attitude to it, you know? Right. That heavy fucking hard rock punk feel. But listen, yeah, Somewhere when, in Time. They, uh, somewhere in Time is one of my all-time favorite Maiden Somewhere records. in Time is my favorite Maiden record, and I still there you think, go. And I still think Clive Burr is way better. Like <laughs> I Nico's, feel that way with the Nico is not diverse in drum patterns. He's got like three to five different patterns he uses for every fucking song. All right, you're off the show. Shut up. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I even feel the same way with uh, Bruce Dickinson. When he sings like the old, like the first two albums, I don't, I don't really like it. You know, yeah, Paul, I like him now. doing Phantom of the Opera because mm. he gets all into the role and whatever. But I don't mind him doing Yeah, yeah it, it, feel, it feels different, and I love them both for different reasons. Right. And I love them both for what they for, did in their era of the band. Yeah, right. If, era. if, if Clive Burr was on uh, uh, somewhere in time, it just wouldn't work. At all, it wouldn't sound right. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think so. I, 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 no, we know. We know what number the B sounds like with fucking Nico, right. and it's to me, it don't sound all that great. You know, it don't sound all as no. powerful. No. Um, but listen, I, every <coughs> fucking every every piece of fucking music that that man has touched, from peace of mind up until now, his performances are magical. Oh yeah, yeah. He's I think he's better un- unreal, than. Un- I think he's better than the drum patterns he uses. I think he just <laughs> isn't creative enough. Is what it is. <laughs> like he's holding back or some shit. <laughs> it's, all, it's, 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 it's all in his fills, man. He does like these little. He's such a free player. You know, live, like, yeah, live he's completely different. If you listen to him live compared to like studio albums, he's completely different. Yeah, listen, you, you can you can hear how free he is in the fucking yeah. studio record. I'm mm-hmm. sure if you were there watching him track drums to fucking, you know what? I, I, I'll exclude peace of mind because peace of mind is like Derek says this, and he's like, I I kind of agree with him. It's like Nico trying to do his best Clive Burr impersonation, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, still being Nico, you know? Yeah. Then, like, after that, like, fucking Power Slave and fucking, you know, Somewhere in Time. I, just to fucking sit there and be in that studio room. I guarantee you, if you were there watching that, being drum, the drums being tracked, every take would have been something different. He would have done a different fill. He would have fucking swung on a ride a different way. Yeah. yeah. That's hey, just man. how he is. That That's the type of player that he is. But he's fucking tight every time, dude. Like, he just rules. Yeah. You're right about that. He rules. I hope. I hope one day, eventually, he will get to do Alexander the Great live. I've always wanted to see hope, them do that, that song. I hope, that, I hope they do it, dude. I hope they do it. <coughs> he's, he's, been, so he's, been to that, he's been lobbying Steve to add it to the set list for years, and it hasn't happened yet. But I'm I hoping one day like, it does. Stranger in a Strange Land, Sea of Madness. Heaven can wait. I would love Stranger of the Strange Land to make a um, reappearance again, but um, I actually watched an interview with uh, Adrian and Dave Murray about that, and they said um doesn't really translate well live. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I want the next like news deja story. Vu. Deja vu would be cool. I'd rather have Stranger in a Strange Land than Deja Vu. <laughs> Seems like they did that before. Uh, next story. More sad news. Bruce McCormady's drummer died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Reed Mullen, man. That's... Dude, we, we had a fucking too. strange... It's been a strange January. It was a strange January. A lot of people dying this year. You know. And a lot of I, them are drummers. Yeah, a too. lot. Dude, two, you know, musicians pass, and I don't, unless I know them, obviously, which at that point, they're friends, but if I don't, even if, like, they're influential to me in some way or form, I'm kind of like, ah, you know, like, oh, it sucks, rest in peace, I do my thing, you know, talk about it. But this fucking, dude, this January, man, like, Neil Peart and fucking Sean Reinhart. Yeah. A fucking week, a week later, dude. I didn't, I didn't, I gotta say this, dude. Thank God that I found out, well, that the news broke after the them recording. Like, when, it, like, it was like the next day. Like, I was already on my way mm-hmm. home, and it's like, dude, Sean Reinhardt passed. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that that yeah. one fucking, that, that, like, per, like, new, like, Pierre fucking had me, like, I had a really shitty rehearsal. I was on my way to rehearsal with Demo Hammer, and I got my friend called me, and he's like, "Dude, fucking Neil Peart died," and I was like, "Dude, it's kind of like a, like a fucking void, like got sucked right out of you. You know, like just yeah. something just you fucking like that. You just like what? And then fucking I had went to rehearsal, dude. I played like shit, like yeah. fucking. And I I remember I was like, "Yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm gonna fucking have a good practice today." New Pier died, oh. and that was it, dude. Yeah. I was like fucking I'm lost. I'm a huge Rush fan, mm-hmm. and that kind of bummed me out to hear. Yeah, that guy had a, so a rough life, you know. So two, you know. So then, fucking two weeks later, fucking Sean Reinhardt, dude. Sean, Sean Reinhardt was like, I'm I'm a huge fucking Death fan, dude. Me like, too. Oh, yeah. So some of my big like a big turning point in me being a drummer and like you know it was Neil Pert. And then it was like fucking, you know, Sean Reinhardt, Gene Hoagland, Richard Christie. You know? Like, I started with Dave Lombardo and fucking Lars Ulrich and Nick Menza. Like, those are my guys. Scream Bloody Gore is and my favorite was... death album. So it's it's Ooh. not as big. Scream Bloody Gore is my favorite death album. So it's, and I know he wasn't on that, so it's not as big to me. But I am still a huge death fan. So I was right. bummed out. I mean, yeah, dude, so when Sean Reinhardt had, I was like, oh, my fucking God, dude, this is, like, fucking traumatic at this point. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I, and, and I, you know, I never, I, at least I got to meet Sean Reinhardt. I met him twice, and he oh, was just cool. a fucking nice guy, dude. And it was mm-hmm. like, dude, you changed the fucking game. Like, you were a fucking game changer. Yeah. There was nothing like, there was nothing like that at the time when it came out. And yeah. when I started getting into playing, that was, like, what people would tell me, like, like, oh, do you listen to, like, fucking Slayer, you know, like, here, you gotta fucking check John Reinhardt. Those fucking Lombardos have into the sense where more fucking technical and more fucking, you know, it was just that, that whole jazzy approach. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, lo- I lost the other two guys on my phone. Why? What happened? Oh, Do I have to, like, uh, get on them or something? Really? No, they might uh, come back. What? The connection got a little fuzzy a little bit, so you're, you're all right. Okay. 
It don't matter. But were you Everything a fan of... Uh, fine. Everything's fine over here. Were you a fan of Reed Mullen at all? The COC? Oh, yeah, Animosity, dude. That yes. yes, that is Russian, my favorite man. one. Fucking that's fucking great. Russian. Oh, my God. What I, that's awesome another one, weapon. you know? Like, uh, you know, the thing about with these last three deaths of, like, you know... And why the drummers? Have, you know, we're, we're being drummers, obviously, but it's, uh, they were all connected to your childhood in some right. way. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever era you're in, especially for the older guys, all the older guys definitely know Reed Mullen and definitely know Neil Peart. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's some older cats obviously know Sean and Reinhardt, but that was more of an underground thing. And that was, you know, for the extreme guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, old, that was old, the old, bigger old. deal to me personally. These, these three deaths were just, you know, uh, they were all very influential to to, to music, especially right. the type of music that we love. You know exactly. Yeah. I, I, I I think that's pretty much what hit everybody. And then we lost uh, Joe Payne too, the bass player. He played in Nile and he played in yeah. um oh Divine Heresy. Huh. Yeah, I know it's like yeah, Nile fucking... fan, but that does suck. Huh? I'm not a huge Nile fan, but that does suck to hear. Yeah, man, I just fuck. I, I love Nile. People going, dude. Yeah. Comes to show, you know. Like, don't forget, everybody. We all have our day, you know. Yeah, yeah. Your your days aren't guaranteed. I hear that saying a lot. All right. You never know. That's very true. What's next on the news? What's on the news? Yeah, come on, give us Dawkins is actually touring with George Lynch, which would be kind of cool. Is he actually playing in Dokken, or is he, like, opening up for Dokken? <laughs> well, what, what he's doing sure. is... No, I can tell you right now, because I, uh, one of Roger's buddies is a music promoter, and I actually got the inside scoop on this. So, okay. Lynch Mob is opening, and he is playing with Dokken, but he's coming out and playing the encore with Dokken. He's not playing the full <laughs> Dokken sets. That's still not an awful lineup. Lynch Mob's all right. No, I mean it'll still be a, it'll still be a cool show. I just think it's fucked up the way they're advertising it. They oh make yeah, it sound like he's going to be playing the full Doc and show, but he's the not. guy that got. I mean, okay, really he's doing like four too. or five songs with them, but still. It's... And I get it. He's he's, he's in his him. he's in his fifties. Maybe he doesn't want a full double duty, but you know, right. And I get that. Yeah. I'm uh, still probably going to go see it because I love that talking. The guy that got to replace him is really fucking good, too. Next story. Something um, good. I'm Is anybody not dying? Or... Up. I don't want to hear about docking. Oh, docking to re-release Hey, docking. Doc, Doc in the re-release Stream Warriors, is that what you <laughs> Yeah. Oh, fuck it all. Anyway, Testament are touring with fucking Waste, and that's what excites me, because I'm not the world's biggest Testament fan, but I'm a huge fan of Municipal Waste. Very cool. Great. Speaking that's of great the, drummers, uh, Dave Whitty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Belt. Yeah, Dave Whitty's fucking awesome. They've rules since since fucking burnt by the sun, man. Man. 
It's like, what is it with drummers from Richmond? They're they're all just fucking great. Fucking Jismack the Gusher. He's awesome. Oh, dude, Jismack. Jismack's a fucking unsung hero, dude. I know. Nobody talks about that guy. He comes with that giant fucking head on, too. Yeah. (laughs) He's fucking. He's a killer. He's a fucking killer drummer. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, I, I, I spent like a whole month. I remember I spent a whole month one time just playing all of America Must Be Destroyed. Nice. <laughs> really? Every, <laughs> every, every fucking day I walked into the studio and I, I, you know, set up my CD player, my fucking headphones, and just fucking sit behind a kit and start from Ham on a Bone all the way to Pierce <coughs> Planet. I like, fucking, fucking love straight, Ham on a Bone. Shot. That simple Straight ass intro is genius. Cracking the egg, fucking rock and roll never felt so good. Uh, good. The whole fucking record. Yes. The only two songs I'm not hugely crazy about are like Poor Old Tom and the title track. Really? Uh, Poor Old Tom is kind of a dud. Maybe a little bit. Actually, you know like... what, man? The, the two, the t- my two least favorites are Poor Old Tom and... Um, uh, Blimey? Not Blimey. No, Blimey's the thrashy one that, like, three-quarters yeah, way yeah, through the album. Yeah, yeah. It's not Blimey. It's fucking... What's the song before... Before poor old song? Maybe Road Behind? You might like that one. What? No, I, like, fucking no, I love that morality song. Morality Squad? Uh-oh. Fucking Morality Squad? Might be. No, Morality Squad rules. I was gonna say Morality Squad's fucking awesome. Oh, fucking the title track, "America Must Be Destroyed." I, I like that one. I mean, it's got the fucking the silly, before, uh, time. samples. So what's the one after that? Gilded Lily. Gilded Lily. Gilded That's Lily? the fucking song. Yeah. Gilded Lily. I'm not That's a huge fan of that, but I like it more than Paul. Those, those, those two, those two are like my least. Like I'll skip them sometimes whenever I listen to that record, or I'll listen to it all the way through, but. I don't know. The dude, title track reminds great. me of like that a ministry was... album without vocals. Dude, there's there's, the, there's a fucking there's a voice on that song on, on that 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 track where it's like I could have sworn it was like Zach De La Roca from Machine from yeah. Raging Against the Machine. That'd be funny. <laughs> Shoot that motherfucker! <laughs> like that that one line. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Zach De La Roca. <laughs> Kill the motherfuckers! Uh... <laughs> that and Bloody Pit of Horror are probably my two favorite Guar albums, like tied for first. Because Pustulus Maximus is amazing. Or no, that's Flatus. Flatus is Flatus was amazing, and he I, brought I, I, Guar I kinda, uh, back I lost to them. thrash. I lost them after um, Welcome to Hell or Hell is Here or Back from uh, Hell. Uh, beyond, beyond Hell. Beyond Hell. That was it. No, that was a nice. Uh, that was the last out. tour I saw them for. Dude, check them out today. They're still great. Oh, yeah, both the, the new stuff is good. Yeah. Michael Bishop was always the most talented vocalist of Guar, anyway. I mean, Pussy Planet proves that yeah, more than yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice, oh, nice, nice and cool, cool place. No. Cool place to park. Right. Yeah. He was the. Uh, 
One of, one, one of my personal favorites was always Meat Sandwich. Yes. I remember seeing that video for the first time. <laughs> Fucking odorous. Dumb video. I love it. Schooling Jesus on the <laughs> basketball <laughs> court. I'm like, what the fuck was that about? But that was funny. <laughs> the first one I ever saw was Let Us Slay, which is like the opening of that is a total acid trip. Yeah. And then it breaks into Guar, which is also a total acid trip. Hold on, I I I lost you guys for a second, but I came at the end of what you guys were just talking about. <coughs> you talking about the meat sandwich video? Yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs> that I'm video a huge fan of um. Yes, I'm a huge fan of the Gorgor video too, because it reminds me of Intergalactic was, by the Beastie Boys. Yeah. That was my first when I saw it. And I was like, what? What the fuck's with this dinosaur running back and forth? And <laughs> What the fuck are these guys wearing? But that song is so awesome. Son, I like my bastard son. I played that fucking. I played that album at work the other day, and everybody's like, "What the fuck is this?" I shit? love that album, <laughs> dude. Have you seen me? He's so great. It's, Man, it's, it's fucking hilarious. Fun, Nobody got it. Song, have have, have it. you guys ever seen Phallus in Wonderland? Yes. Oh yeah, I still I have that. the original. You know that, that's. That's basically that's the fucking basically the music video the fucking all of America must be destroyed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. fucking shit. I always loved Odorous on Viva La Bam as well. He climbed into his parents' bed. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm scared of the dark. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, it, it's fucking strange, uh, man. He was a really nice guy, dude. I, I met Brocky a handful of times. And he was nothing shame. but a fucking gentleman, fucking you know? Heroin does. Dude, uh, yeah, and then to hear, like, you know, that these people, yeah. like, deal through these issues, it's fucking heartbreaking, man, you know? Yeah. Yeah. His funeral, though, is, like, one of the funniest speeches I've ever heard. When Michael Bishop was talking about how they were, to- like, touring in the late, or no, the early 90s in the school bus, and Dave would sing over Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska in his odorous voice. <laughs> Could you imagine fucking Springsteen as odorous youngest? What the fuck? When when he died, that really like hit me hard because I'm a huge Guar fan. So just knowing that, yeah, that yeah, I had that, that, that was that was yet. another that was another one of those bummers for me. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that was that was a big one because he's the he's it happened far the voice of my childhood and up till now. You know, up till the point that he died, and I was just like, oh, he's gone now. Is it like even like Chris Cornell? It's like those two were like pissed me off. I was more Nirvana than Soundgarden, but hearing Chris Cornell died really did suck because I liked his voice. He has a great voice. You have Angel Art. Fucking phenomenal, I, phenomenal singer, dude. Yeah, I love Chris Cornell. Loved Soundgarden. Um, never cared for Nirvana. <laughs> mm. In Utero, I think, is a genius album. It's there. just R.E.M. played through a fuzz box with depressing lyrics. <laughs> That's grunge! R.E.M. That's fucking grunge, dude. Mm, so funny. Now, anything else, Nate? <coughs> um, James Hetfield's out of rehab, which is fucking awesome. What yep. isn't fucking awesome is that he cut his hair. And I'm kind of disappointed. And we're used to that by now. Uh, who cares? <laughs> That's he had his hair was like as long as mine. Four. It's fucking cool. Doesn't matter. He looked like a, he looked like Wilfred Brimley. 
Well, that's the fucking podcast's fault. <laughs> I'm James Setfield, and I'm here to talk to you about diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> like before he went to rehab, he was really starting to look like a like Wilton for the insulin lord. I saw people comparing him to the fucking the lion from the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, but uh, I, I'm glad he's healthy, though. Yeah, yeah, he's out of yeah me too. Uh, Same with Dave Mustaine. 100% yes. cancer-free and all that. Yeah, he'd be cancer. Yeah. 100% oh, of course. Cancer-free. I mean, Dave's like the angriest motherfucker that ever lived. I could see him kicking cancer's ass. To get the oh, fuck no, out of here. All right. Is that it, Nate? The news? So what the hell? I mean, that's all I can see. All right. Good. Thank God. All right. Anything else you want to tell us, Angel? Uh, I got nothing, man. That's it. Nothing else. There was something else I wanted to ask you, and I totally forgot. This mm. fucking cool hanging out with you guys. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I'm I, glad that we had you on the show because I've asked you like two years ago to come on the show, and it just never yeah. happened. Yeah, I, I never said like, no. Oh, no, I know. Just, just hit me up. Yeah, it's like, always my whenever. And it always seemed like there was always wrong. something else, something else, something else, and it's finally, finally we got Angel on the show. What kind, what kind, what kind of China you got back there? Uh, I don't even remember. Uh, Sabian. I I see that it's right behind you. We're making yeah. it double X. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> it doesn't have anything on there. I don't know. Oh no, there it is. My, I'm I'm not I'm not that kind of a drummer. Like gives a shit. I just buy things if I think it's cool. Uh, it's okay. a pro, pro Chinese uh, eighteen inch. Ah, and the other yeah. one is uh, a mini double uh, A. Nice. Yeah, I, all my stuff is Sabian, but uh, yeah, <coughs> I just play. I don't give a shit. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you now that you reminded me with the symbol. Uh, I noticed you have a, a very small drum kit. Yeah. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I, well, I, have, I have a, I have a, I have, I have a little dick, so I just want to fucking you know. <laughs> I think I get the big drum set to, you know, balance that out. Dude, the fucking listen. I would love to have the two, two bass drums, three rack toms, two floors, and a wall of cymbals. Yeah. Most of, the, like, fucking like ninety nine percent of the time, dude, I'm the guy that's got to set all my stuff up. Right. Yeah. Set it up. Break it down. Night after night. You know, even at the festivals, I mean, I'll have texts and stuff helping me, but it's like, I just fucking, I want to get up there, be done with the setup, sound check, and that's it, and just fucking go, dude. And, like, the more stuff I have, the more stuff I have to fucking, like, okay, obviously most, pretty much everyone's a righty, and I'm, like, this fucking retarded lefty. Yeah, no So I go go (laughs) up on a kit, and they're like, you know, uh... Can you use this guy's drum set? Like, if the opportunity is to, like, bring my own, I'll always bring my own. Yeah. Especially if I, I know the band that we're, like, you know, I'm opening up for or whatever. The guy's got fucking a drum rack and all the shit. It's like, nah, dude, I can't have that. I'm never going to get that fucking thing comfortable. It's going to take me three <laughs> right. hours. And yeah, I have to right. fucking disembowel this whole fucking set and fucking yeah. rebuild it. And nobody would want me doing that, and I don't want to, and I wouldn't want to fucking do that to, you know, do that anyway. So it's like, have that minimalist attitude, and fucking just 
make it sound as big as I can. Yeah. You know, so that like that's what I try to opt out for, and that's why I use the four piece. It's like okay, one saves me time and setup, and then two, the challenge of like having somebody go. That's you know, which has happened, and that's like the, one of the fucking coolest compliments I get is that somebody will be like, "I was all the way in the back, dude," and I just hear the fucking drums, and like I had to like fucking like you know like dodge to see what was going on, mm. and I just saw a four piece drum set up there, right. And it fucking like it baffled my mind that that was coming out of that fucking tiny of a kit. Like I, you know, they couldn't comprehend. And it was, I, to me, that's like the <clears throat> best compliment I can get. Yeah. You make a fucking yeah. small kit sound like you know you're playing a fucking yeah, big exactly. kit. But like I wouldn't attempt to play fucking Rush songs on a fucking four piece kit. You need the fucking, you know. You need the so that, so that that's why I use it. I would love to use a bigger kit, but who knows? Maybe if you know, I get famous or something, yeah. and I have fucking drum techs and full on endorsement. Yeah. yeah, have all that, dude. I'm gonna fucking all right. Two kick drums. Listen, I don't know. Maybe I I'll still keep one rack tom, but I'll do two floor toms with two kick drums. Yeah, like a Eloy Costagrande. Like that's his setup. He's got. Well, he's all too. He had a lot of floor. Well, tom. he's got the he's got the two bass drums. He's got like, I know he's got one tom in the center, and then he's got one small tom off off to his left. And I think that's it. I think he's got and he's got a, like two floor toms, but one on the left and one on the right. It's a very like weird odd setup, but like he's just got the one tom right in the center. Right. I'm like on like a fucking double bass drum kit, so like that's I would probably do the same thing too. Who? Snowy Shaw. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that's kind of the setup I would probably try to go for, just because it's I don't know less to hit. I don't want to fucking you know <laughs> fucking flying all all over the fuck. You're giving me too much room to make mistakes. You know what I mean? Like too much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as far as smaller kits go, I've always loved Felix Griffin's sound. Yeah, yeah. I, mean... <coughs> I was the idiot. My other, uh, my other drum kit. Uh, this I have a new one behind me. Uh, my old one was an eight-piece kit. So I was the idiot. I set all the shit up myself, and I was playing these little shows or whatever. I brought the whole fucking kit. I was an idiot. <laughs> what, 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 what kit is that? What kit do you have behind you? What behind me, Mapex. Mapex Armory. Mars, I believe. Oh, the Mars, okay. Yeah, dude, my fucking, my go-to, my go-to snare is, uh, Matex Black Panther. Okay. Actually, uh, oh, I don't use this one now. Hold on a minute. Ah, this is my favorite snare. This is, um, a Pearl reference snare. I don't know if you can see this. You can see that, right? That's fucking, that's fucking sexy right there. This thing is, it's a beast. Look how thick this fucking thing is. Yeah, is that a is that a fucking eight inch? Uh, yes, I believe or, so. Or I bought, this so long, I bought this so long ago. It's the biggest one, so I believe it's an eight inch. Oh, it's a fourteen by and, eight, and it weighs about eight hundred pounds. Yeah, it looks like it. You got to yep. fucking put you got you got to put a remote control sound on that fucker. I don't even know what that is. What the fuck is that? The drum head, dude. You got swap out the drum head. Put a remote control sound on it. I put a pinstripe on. I you know, I've tried yeah. so many different. Uh, Get that fucking yeah, pinstripe off of there. That belongs to <laughs> like your toms. All right. Get that off yeah. of there. Put that on a tom, and fucking get yourself a Remo CS. 
control sound. Uh, what do I got on the other one? I got. Yeah. You, you should be a little ashamed, Wayne, that I knew what he was talking about, and you didn't, and I'm not hey, a fucking drummer. <laughs> I know. Well, remember we had Snowy on the show, and, and he he's the same way as I am. He just buys shit and plays on it, I, you know? Yeah, that was funny. He's like, I don't fucking know. What he doesn't fucking, he doesn't fucking <laughs> buy nothing. They send him shit. He gets well, that shit. Yeah, he don't give a shit. But the other one I use is uh, uh, Evans. Um, what the hell's the other one? Evans. Yeah. Evans. I don't know. Oh, dude, the fucking, the Evans hybrid is a good one. That's another good fucking head. Dude, how was it talking to Snowy? Um, oh, you know, he's very, great. very cool guy. He's very funny. Uh, very... You know what? I'm going to fucking, I'm going to interview you now, Wayne. All right? I'm going to fucking ask you some questions. Questions. <laughs> so, 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 uh, what size pants do you wear when you go out to the store? <laughs> I go to, oh boy, what is this going to be? So they all know they just have pants what? I know, but, but on a serious note, so what was it like? Like, you had Michael Denner, right? Didn't you interview Michael Denner? Yep. <laughs> like, what was it like talking to fucking that guy, dude? Like, him and Hank are my favorite guitar duo, heavy metal guitar duo. Hank, Hank I was nervous. Uh, talk, I mean, not Hank. Uh, Michael Denner was very nervous talking to him because I didn't – I always picture him being like a certain way, you know? But when he came on a show, he was joking and laughing, and then I got real comfortable with it. It was very easy. Like, me and Greg were talking to him, and it was just uh, a very awesome interview. Yeah, uh, really relaxed, really cool, fun guy. Very, yeah. very I, I, open I gotta, talking about different things. I didn't know he was so I, fun. I, I got I to gotta look that one up, man. I got to wa- gotta watch it. Like, I gotta go on. Did you have it on YouTube or something? Yeah, well, well, his thing is actually going to be broken up uh, <coughs> on our King Diamond show into like, a ton of different parts. But okay. um, the uh, interview we did with him about his new album is on YouTube. And then this, uh, if you go to the King Diamond thing, there is a couple, one or two episodes with him on it. Right. I got I, I to I check it out, dude. Like, he's just fucking, I was so bummed that we played Denmark, like, twice or something like that. And I was always hoping we'd be, like, in Copenhagen so we could mm-hmm. go to the record store that he owns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just talking with Sean Peck about that, and uh, he said it's a very small store. But it's still cool, Fuck it, dude. I, getting a shot to fucking walk into a record store and Michael Danner's there, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, uh, and he's usually that'd there. That'd be fucking killer. Yeah. I think that's the one thing that we didn't get to talk to him about was the store. Kind of forgot about that. You guys fucked up. Look at you. Yeah, we did. Should have had me on the show as like a, a, a guest co-host <laughs> or something. Well, we talked to him so long that his phone battery died. So we had to <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> nice. was a, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was and awesome. then, like, Snowy White was, like, talking to him. He, oh. He's one of – he's on my top 20. Yeah. yeah no, he's, he's on my top 20. He's another one. Very cool guy. Very down to earth. Very, very funny. Really funny. Very talkative. A lot of stories. Dude, and it's super fucking I, – I find that guy, like, amazing. Like, because I, I love I, – obviously, I only know him from Merciful Fate. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't really care for the eye. I know that, that was a record he was on, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know, but, like, I fucking love his playing on time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I talked to – you know, how many Merciful Fate fans you talk to? They're like, oh, only Don't Break the Oath is Real, only Melissa, the first two, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's like, so they put out some fucking solid fucking yeah. records yes, after that. Did. I don't yeah. understand Melissa worship. Yeah, you know, and for me, like my introduction to them was in the shadows. Mm. Mine was don't bring. Mm. Well, you so. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what? 
let's let's finish this quick because um, you you're into King Diamond uh, as well, right? Me? Yeah, you. Yeah. Okay. You fucking bet your ass I'm into King Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's my he's my all time favorite fucking death metal artist, bro. All right. Well, <laughs> can we add some of you for our King Diamond show? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let's end this section, and then we'll do the King Diamond stuff. I want to make okay. that. Up. All right. All right. So yeah, uh, I'll, 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 I'll say something. All right. And then you can stay on too, Nate. All right. What are you guys reviewing for King Diamond? If it's we're not reviewing anything. I just want to talk about Angel. I talked to Angel about uh, his uh, introduction to King Diamond. If that's all right with you. Fucking nosy body. <laughs> Quit asking questions. You'll finally be on the King Diamond episode, Nate, all right? Finally be on the King Diamond episode. Yeah. I don't think I'm Unless you pull. Dude, yeah. dude, this guy, this, this guy <laughs> gets younger and younger the closer he gets to the screen. Dude, how yeah. old are you, like 13? It's like 12 years. <laughs> now he looks like an old man. I, I'm so confused. He's got to go, go to bed. you got to get this kid to bed, bro. <laughs> All right. Get this kid to bed. Anyone's got to go to bed. It's fucking Wayne. Yeah. Girl for you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's finish this. Uh, thank you very much for coming on the show, Angel. Uh, it was a lot of fun uh, having yeah, you thanks, on. Man. I'm glad we found the Fucking cool, man. You're always welcome back. Thank you. Whenever, man. Whenever. I got the time. Make it happen. We'll talk shit. All right. Well, yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. Everybody go check out our website, ratsoutreview.com. Um, oh, and go please go check out all of our shows. We have uh, political shows. We have wrestling shows now. Uh, what else do we have? We, kind of, oh. we did have a music show, but that's kind of bad. <laughs> Sorry, Ralph. Uh, but we do have uh, uh, Lou Mavs, uh, Music is Life. He does a podcast every once in a blue moon. And we also have uh, Old Man Metal. He's a very cool guy. He does some underground metal shows, and that's a really good show. Am I missing anything? Oh, suck my suck balls. I guess, yeah. Suck, suck my balls. That's what I got. That's right. Whatever Nate's saying, check it out. He's breaking up. Anything else I'm missing, uh, Greg? That's what no, I'm that's everything. Oh, all right. Uh, and we will have t-shirts. I'm working on the t-shirts again. We have found a new website, so check that out. Oh, wait, we, we have the Infinite Fringe as well. Yes, the Infinite Fringe. You like conspiracies? Infinite Fringe uh, with Billy Ray Valentine's awesome. All right. See you next week. Goodbye. Oh, God, the